This episode of the Diplomacy Podcast is brought to you by Daily Diplomacy, streaming live diplomacy games at twitch.tv forward slash decision underscore. Let's get into the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Eric back with another Diplomacy Podcast, and uh, I have some some updates and I have some announcements. I'm excited to uh, carry us into the fall in terms of diplomacy. There's a lot of uh, good things happening in the hobby, both online and in face-to-face. So let's see. Let's let's start with with uh, some some housekeeping, and then we'll get into some announcements. Uh, firstly, I should mention that the MN Diplomacy Club, Minnesota Diplomacy Club, just had its 16th game of the year. We're going to get to 19 club games. We have a game coming up end of this week, uh, weekend before Thanksgiving, and then two more games in December. The top seven players from the the year, which we've, I think we've surpassed now 30 players total that have played at least one game. Many people have played two, three, four. We have people that have played six, seven games as well. Um, Once we get through those 19 games, we will tally up these scores from a sum of scores system. By the way, this reminds me, I need to talk to the other council members and make a pitch for using the Janus scoring system, which was developed in Chicago by Brandon Fogel, Jake Trotta et al. And I am linking to that actually on a new diplomacy page I'm building. So yeah, check the show notes for that one. New scoring system that I want to use next year because I think it promotes, in addition to domination and growth, it also promotes survival. And I think that's good for the game. It promotes swings of fortune. It also means that if I'm losing in a game, instead of in some of scores trying to take out another player, I am going to try to stay in the game and work with whoever will keep me in the game because that's worth something. So that's just a quick note from what I see as an an advantage of Janice, again, developed by Brandon Fogel and Jay Trotta over in the Windy City Weasels Club in Chicago. And I think there's a few others that are involved in that. So uh, I just want to let them know that I have, that they have my support in that. Support's hard to get in diplomacy sometimes. So you guys have my support. We'll see if we can push it through on the MN side as well. Um, yeah, where was I? Top board. Top board for the inaugural season of the Minnesota Diplomacy Club. We had six games in 2018, which uh, were scored. Uh, but then we've had another we've had another uh, 16 this year. So we're pretty excited about our progress and looking forward to 2020 as well. That top board will happen in 2020. Top seven players, Paris Method. Uh, winner winner is the player with the most uh, centers when the game time runs out. Still a little bit of a debate around how long we're going to make that game run. Uh, longer the better, in my opinion. <laughs> um, and the other cool thing is that we've we've been working with a, a videographer, a friend of mine from discussion groups that I have unrelated to diplomacy, philosophy, politics, etc. Which 
uh, or who is is interested having played in our most recent game this past Thursday. He actually took third. It was a nine eight seven. Uh, I was in England with nine. France was a new player with eight, and England, excuse me, Turkey rounded out with seven. It was a Western triple that I then uh, stabbed Germany as England in o three, and was up to nine centers already at that point. Germany was able to to build a coalition and keep me at nine centers until the end of 06 when we had the game called. Uh, but that videographer uh, may be able to help us with that top board, which I'm excited about because Chris Martin has so inspired me in 2016 when he did the WDC, uh, uh, both in-game analysis and recaps from the WDC 2016 at Weasel Moot in Chicago. It was just really cool. I watched it several times all the way through and it's several hours long. So uh, it's definitely made me a better diplomacy player, but it's also really entertaining, you know, and uh, besides explaining to someone how uh, emotionally uh, invigorating um, across the, the spectrum of emotions, how intense, how competitive, how collaborative, how fun it is to recap, a game with say a face-to-face group after playing besides describing all of those things, it's it's in terms of bringing new players in the game, it's easier to show that with a video. Everything is such video based now and it's an easy way to reach people. So we're thinking, okay, let's just make a promo video using that top board because it hopefully will be a good game and we'll be able to set up a setting. And now that the videographer potential is playing in both the game last week and this game coming up in Saturday will be able to work with me and strategize, you know, how can we actually tell a story that is, is interesting. That's, that's short. Um, we don't need to, to overdo it something in that one to five minute range, but that tells a story around the game and gets across the emotions that one can experience while playing a game of diplomacy. Uh, I have some, you know, definitely big plans around uh filming other tournaments going forward if that's a success but i think we're gonna take this one step at a time and uh, like i said the first step was getting uh, him into a game and he had a successful game as turkey um and uh you know with seven centers to a nine center board top and is coming back to play again which is which is always good to hear from a new player. Um, so that's that's what's going on in the Minnesota Diplomacy Club, and I actually, for those of you who are intellectually inclined, posted the first puzzle uh, on DiploStrategy.com, which is called, I believe it's called the Daily Diplomacy Puzzle 001. And I don't know how many more of those I'm going to do. I think I would love to get a little bit better in programming and make these puzzles interactive somehow. Maybe I can work with the guys over at Backstabber on that. But that's TBD. I do actually think there is a place for puzzles, which would be fun. I think people are using Gunboat as their way to kind of puzzle their way through tactical situations, but maybe there's something that can be done similar to what chess.com does, which is called puzzle rush, which is a competitive kind of uh, the competitive version of just finding tactical moves in chess really quickly 
under a time limit. And then your score, you know, if you find, you know, those 40 moves very quickly in that five minute range is compared against, you know, everyone else on the website. So I think there's some actually competitive uh, puzzles that, that we could create to help people, uh, help people play the game, but also improve if you're, you know, someone who's a great diplomat, but maybe your tactics aren't there. And that will just generate uh, better games overall. I'm, I'm really a fan of just improving everyone's level of play, including my own. And I think that's part of the reason I've, I've taken up uh, this gauntlet, so to speak, of, of using some of what I'm publishing online as a way to teach. Uh, I still consider myself at best like a beginning to intermediate player because there are just a lot of nuances in this game. I think it's possible I missed um, I missed a solo on the game over uh, last week when I ended up board topping, but when I went to nine centers, I probably, if I built differently, which you'll see in the daily puzzle, if I built differently, I probably can solo that game. And uh, it probably takes until 1908 you know, and I only get to 1906 given our, our time restrictions on that Thursday evening. So I consider myself beginner to intermediate and uh, I have no issue with, with, with trying to teach a little bit as well. Cause I think that's just going to help, uh, you know, a new player and sometimes an advanced player that's just trying to kind of uh, reflect and improve on, on maybe some of, uh, the ruts that they've gotten into. There's a great article by Jake Trotta over on the Windy City, <coughs> Windy City Weasel site about how he needed to make diplomacy fun again for himself, and then he started learning again. So that was pretty cool to see how you can find a plateau, but then you can you can find the next uh, rise to climb again. Uh, so you you could be an advanced player, but still get something from my material. In my opinion, if, if I'm doing it right, I think uh, how one communicates these things is really important. So I'm testing a lot of different things. Obviously I had this podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm meeting with uh, players. Um, I handed out our, our diplomacy games journals. These are journals that are for face-to-face games, which help the players, you know, get into the game uh, and, and keep it easy to track the game and even uh, write their own AARs after action reports while they're in the game. And then they can just bring that same journal back and play the next game. It has room for 11 games. And uh, I'm selling those on Amazon currently just as a test. Those are prototype version. So if you check it out, let me know what you think of it. I think you can find those on diplostrategy.com slash books, diplostrategy.com slash books for the diplomacy games journals. And what, what else? Uh, yeah. So I'm testing a few things in terms of how I'm teaching. I'm, I'm building a small companion book site, which I'm, because I, I want, I want there to be a place I can just send someone and say, here's, here's the most important information that I think you might need to get started. Or if you're a beginning to intermediate player like myself, here's, here's what I feel is important to understand and making that easily navigable versus Versus a blog, which has many sites and it's hard to navigate. Uh, so I'm trying to create a one-stop shop for that just for myself. And as I recruit new players, 
I can easily send that to them. It's attractive. It's disciplined. It's not, you know, like this podcast all over the place. Uh, it's disciplined, attractive, respects people's time, uh, and then gets them into uh, a diplomacy game. So uh, that's something that I've been thinking a lot about. And I've just been listing off some of the things that I'm testing because there's been uh, there's been a few things. Um, probably many of these will turn out to be mistakes, and I'll just I'll I'll happily drop them. Um, and but maybe a few winners uh, will be picked as I as I do things and try new things. I'm trying not to overthink it. So the other thing that I'm testing is streaming my games that I'm playing on Backstabber. So that's an online platform for those of you. Uh, there's a few others as well. Um, Web Diplomacy, JDIP, uh, to name but a few. However, I'm, as of now, playing on Backstabber, which is web-based and allows me to play uh, a variety of, of both press, so Diplomacy Allowed, press and also no press or gunboat games. So uh, at the moment, it looks like I have eight games going, um, seven games that I've started and eight, uh, an eighth that is waiting. And I've also of note for those of you like playing on Backstabber, just posted a gunboat game, which is going to be streamed by me live on Twitch in a week and six days from now. And that game, so just to mark your calendars, depending on when you're listening to this, today is Wednesday the 20th. So jump two weeks ahead, we're going to be streaming this game live. It's a 15-minute gumbo game, so there's not going to be press, which hopefully should allow everyone to get their moves in on time, is the thinking. And because I, I really do want to test a gumbo game. So two weeks ahead... Is going to be a Thursday. To uh, actually, today is let's let's make sure we get this right. Today is a Wednesday, and this game is going to adjudicate. The first move is going to adjudicate in one week and six days. So does that mean it's actually going to be on a Tuesday, December third? Could be. Uh, so. I actually posted this game on Backstabber within a couple of hours maximum. It was full. So that's exciting because I think uh, people may have been interested in seeing that, <clears throat> seeing the game stream live on Twitch. So that's going to be cool. Uh, I, I always am looking for, or, or, or excuse me, I've personally always been interested in people uh describing what went down in a game because it's not only interesting but uh it helps me learn at the same time so there's the entertainment value but also the learning aspect uh not to mention because i'm competitive i want to learn how people play if i play against them i want to know that uh, i want to gain as much information as i can so we're actually going to see in this gumboat game how people play and those players will have that game recorded because they'll be able to watch my my stream or um, the, the record, hopefully the recording of the stream and not the actual stream, because if they were to be watching the stream, they'll know exactly what I'm doing, uh, which, <laughs> which, which could be interesting. Maybe I can just put the stream on a, on a, uh, a 15 minute delay 
and then uh, you can see what I was up to 15 minutes ago, but you won't know what my current move is. That could be a simple solution. I think a lot of poker players, for example, who are streaming do that so that their opponents can't watch them while they're they're uh, in big pots. So this game is so mark your calendars for Tuesday, December third, and uh, it's going to be during your work time if you're a U.S. Because this game is kicking off at six a.m., ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to be streaming on Twitch at six a.m. until that game ends. With 15-minute moves, seven-minute adjudication, you know we can hopefully get a year in. Uh, we hopefully get a couple of years in each each hour. Um, so hopefully we can get a full game in in maybe six hours or so, depending on how it goes down. It is gunboat, so uh, that might bog things down a bit, but. Uh, it really depends on how, how things get kicked off in that game. Um, and all of this, I think, is exciting because I don't see any reason why diplomacy shouldn't have more fans than it does. Um, let's put it this way. I think there's a lot of diplomacy players out there, a lot of people that really enjoy playing it. Um, <clears throat> although it's not something that you should really play with like your close family, right? So even though... I've developed a tremendous amount of respect for people that I play with and I'm often become friends with them. It's not something that you might bring to your normal club. So you sort of have to find this group of people, uh, you know, uh, like myself and others in a club that you go and you play that game with that group or you go to the convention or you go to the tournament and you play. But I think the number of people that would want to play competitively is higher than maybe we think. I've actually heard some numbers from Tyler Waller. He's, uh, uh, shout out to the Nexus. He's, he's one of the uh, people heading that up um, and getting people involved. Um, I think you can check out what they're doing at, at the Diplomacy Nexus Discord and, and uh, websites as well. And he mentioned some stats he heard from the makers of Conspiracy, which is, of course, the Android app. And how they get a, a good number of new downloads every month, although not as many players are getting through their first few games. So they're not having a good experience. Uh, so if I was running the app, I would definitely think about how to do the onboarding better. And I've actually been in touch with the app creators around that as well, but we haven't got too far into discussion or how I might be able to help yet, but it's something to consider I think the onboarding to any experience is really important. So whether that's a face-to-face or online diplomacy game in this case, uh, I think it is is super important. So we were talking about this game that was happening and I was actually making a note on my calendar for that game because I'm going to be streaming most of that morning and probably into the afternoon a little bit. And I hope you're able to join because it's going to be fun. Streaming diplomacy. I don't know if this kind of thing has happened before, but what I'm really, really, really excited about is turning this into um, a a scenario where it's a press game. So still with that 15-minute time limit, but with press. And ideally, because I just love the face-to-face element, ideally I'd love to have video chat with some of the players as well um, in that in that scenario where I'm playing even a short 15 minute clock. But 
I, you know what, for now it's just a different game. So the game is going to be, uh, anonymous, I believe. Um, but one that would have press. So that would be kind of what we're leading up to. So probably running a few of these 15 minute gunboat games and then looking to stream a 15 minute press game, uh, as well. If we see that this is working. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to make a couple of announcements around that. Uh, once again, December Tuesday, December 3rd, I believe, would be when this uh, when this game is going to kick off. So I hope you can tune in, and I will be posting about that probably in a few other places as well. But if you're listening to this, uh, yeah, shoot me a note so I can make sure you have the details of how to join that. Uh, stream and watch. Um, really, you just need to go to https colon forward slash forward slash twitch.tv forward slash decision underscore. That's an old Twitter account of mine, or at least Twitter name. So that is a, definitely a place to watch the stream and get all the action. I'm very curious for your feedback on that. So I'll see you over there. What else do we have to talk about? We've talked about the Minnesota Diplomacy Club and our upcoming top board filming in January. And we've also discussed some different uh, resources that I'm building. There's a lot of people that are excited about diplomacy right now. And I I think um, as, you know, we kind of bind together and and work together in different ways, whether it's decentralized or centralized, it doesn't matter too much to me. I just want the game to... Uh, stay at a high level and continue to reach new people because it's really a fun game. <laughs> and I want to play at a high level with as many people as I can. Um, and that is something I know a lot of other people are excited about too. I'm actually talking with Chris Martin this weekend about how he uh, filmed WDC in 2016 and his lessons learned from that. So thanks Chris in advance uh, for taking the time to go through that. I'm really excited. Finally, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in talking to, uh, any of you out there who are, you know, heavy tournament players or heavy online players in, in, in hearing what your appetite might be from getting some, some solid games that we stream going. Uh, and I'm happy to stream them myself. I have the setup and, uh, it would just take a few of us getting together and saying, Hey, let's do a few games. So, uh, I'm interested to hearing ideas around that, uh, hoping that it can be a really high level game and, uh, or series of games. So that's something that I'm looking to coordinate as well. I'm not sure exactly when we would do it. Um, but that, would be part of the the scheduling fun would probably be the only barrier. But as we're seeing, uh, you know, it seems like enough people, uh, there were at least six people who within an hour or two were joining this, this 6am gunboat game (laughs) with 15 minute clock. So there's enough people who have spare time or uh, are able to access a backstabber at work and, or work from home. Like, like I do. So, uh, it's it's definitely looking like the infrastructure is starting to be there for for diplomacy to be a kind of game that's not only fun for the players that are in the game, but is 
becoming a spectator entertainment uh, sport as well. Uh, I'm just imagining, you know, highlight reels of of really careful negotiations by certain players that you know lead to, uh, you know, incredible collaborative moves or, of course, incredible stabs that lead to the inevitable solo. With that, thank you for tuning in to this rather long podcast over here on the Diplomacy Podcast. I'll check all of you soon. This episode of the Diplomacy Podcast was brought to you by the Daily Diplomacy stream over on Twitch. To check out the stream and subscribe, go to twitch.tv forward slash decision underscore. Take care.